Hello and welcome to The Telly Show. My name is Fiona Flynn and on this week's show, I got a chance to chat to social media sensation James Kavanagh. Now, if you're on Instagram or on Snapchat, you'll know him well for his social media posts and he has been labelled an influencer, which he is under the definitions of that term, but he's way more than that. He's also quite the entrepreneur. He set up a food business called Currabini with his partner, William, and you can now find him on your TV screens co-hosting Ireland's Got More Talent with Glenda Gilson every Saturday night. I chatted to James about everything from love, life, hair and how he finds it going from the small screen of his phone to a studio setup on TV. Um, he was absolutely lovely and I hope you enjoy the chat. James, welcome to the telly show. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Love your logo as well. Yes, we, we do. We're very proud of our logo here. <laughs> um, first off, the hair. You have a brand new look. Tell us about it. Or the lack of hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a hair transplant actually um, about a month ago in HRB or in Blackrock and to get it done, it involved me kind of scalping my head right. um, down to zero. And I got, I got it. It's called the FUE treatment, right? And it's, it's um, where they kind of almost like pluck hairs from the back of your head. <laughs> so they've harvested four thousand hairs from the back of my head, um, and uh, planted them on the front. So uh, right now. All of most of them ha- have actually fallen out, um, and that's like a good thing because yes. then the, then you know the root has has remained. Yeah. So it takes about eighteen months for it to kind of fully all grow through each other uh, or grow t- into each other. So I'm at the kind of just the month a bit of it now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's something I noticed my hair receding like when I was when I was about 25, 29 now, about twenty three, twenty four is when I kind of noticed it, and mm. it would always be kind of like. You know, if I'm going around a corner, I'd like hold my hair in a certain way so it doesn't reveal really? my receding hairline. Or like if I was swimming, I'd 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 come up out of the water and be kind of aware of like how my hair was sitting. So it was always something I was thinking about. Um, so it's just something I decided. Right, I'm going to get a hair transplant when I'm when I'm a bit older, and I just went ahead and did it. And I'm excited now to to watch it like grow into each other. I feel like I'm kind of pregnant, yeah. and I'm waiting for my <laughs> to see what the sex of my baby, baby. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I won't really see the kind of full fruits of it until about yeah. the 18 month mark. Yeah, James. These days, we're seeing you on Ireland's Got More Talent yeah. on a Saturday night. So, how did you find kind of going into that? Where you did you instantly have that kind of rapport with Glenda Gilson, or how did it even come about for you? Yeah, I, I just going back to where you were like, you know, these kind of formats come over from the UK, yes, and, yeah. and sometimes they don't hit the mark quite. And when I when I realised we were doing something right, is I was in a taxi, and your man goes, "You're that fella from that show, aren't you?" And I was like, oh, "The Ireland's Got Talent." He's like, "Yeah." And and he was like, do you know what? It's not shy. It's all right, actually. And I was like, I, it's good. Like, you know, taxi drivers are honest. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh my God, we're doing something good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was delighted when I heard that. But um, yeah, no, it's a really fun show to work on. And of course, I'm, I'm ho- co-hosting with Glenda. And um, we we did auditions first. Um, yeah, I was going to say, was it screen tested? Yeah, kind of it was, yeah, it was screen tested. I think there was about 12 other duos uh, to do it. Um, and... Yeah, I just found out on the day you're being paired up with Glenda Gilson. Now, luckily, I'd done stuff with her before. Um, I knew her kind of well. Yeah. So we got on kind of instantly and we kind of are like a bit like bold with each other. Yeah, and yeah. You get, sometimes, you'd, you know, the days are so long, you'd have to fill little games in, in with each other to kind of have, you know, to 
not get too bored. And yeah. One of them was um, we try and like insert like an obscure word into an interview. So <laughs> we we'd like look up weird words, and one of them was like crestfallen. Do you know what crestfallen means? Yeah, like sort of disappointed. Yeah. Or, yeah. God, we just haven't got a clue. Really? Yeah. We're like such a... It is a weird word though, isn't it? Like crestfallen. crestfallen. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we were like, okay, that's the word. And we both yeah. had to get it in a sentence. So she, someone came off stage who didn't get through and we're like, you know, were you crestfallen like not to get through? And <laughs> weirdly, actually, they knew what it meant. So we were just the dumb ones. I think people know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so yeah, we'd have little fun things like that. Yeah, but like yeah. she's such a... She's kind of like my 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 TV godmother like she's yeah. just she's really good at like telling me like because it was my first TV gig as well yeah and of course she's so, had so many years with Expose and so much other yeah, stuff as well so she, yeah. was, she was really handy to have kind yeah. of on call to help me through guide me through TV world because like I came from doing all the you know doing stupid videos on Snapchat and Instagram like I never had any professional like c- proper cameras or producers or anything like that so mm. to go from me with my phone in my bedroom to like suddenly there's like four people in front of you and people are relying on you was daunting like yeah but, yeah that's so funny you're literally word for word one of my questions was did you find it daunting <laughs> going <laughs> I did you, so you did find it daunting yeah I was that slightly one crestfallen yeah. um, <laughs> but so yeah because you did have so much scary. experience putting yourself out there in the world but um, like that said Glenda helped you but are you adapting even more now to the TV world yeah and it's so different mm. like it really is so different I didn't I used to not think it would be like beforehand, but it's way more nerve wracking. And I remember we were doing for the first season, we were doing like the live shows and like I'd have an earpiece uh, with the producer in my ear um, and I was talking to the judges on the judging panel. So there's four really like well-known people staring at you, which is kind of intimidating anyway. Mm. Then we've an audience of like 500 people with the live shows, six cameras so and you're the kind of almost like orchestrator for all of these things and you have someone in your ear and then Dustin the turkey was there as well screaming <laughs> at me so there Dustin's was so just many there somewhere <laughs> yeah so there was just so many like scary parts but like really really fun yeah yeah mm. and tell us any dirty secrets what are the judges really like or what's going on behind the scenes that we don't get to see yeah well or are they just like we see them well what's good about our show got more talent is the main show is very structured. It's all about the acts. Um, it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of emotion in it. Mm. Um, whereas our show is the real, like, oh, take your wig off, take your bra off, and how, you know, we'll get to know you. Yeah. Like, that's how we kind of treat the judges. Yeah. And there's no formalities at all. Um, the judges don't even, like, we play loads of games with them, like, to get to know them. And they don't know what they're doing, like, until they're sitting in front of us. So it's real off-the-cuff stuff that you don't get on the main show. And um, when are the live shows kicking off, then? Uh, end of April, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would be then, would that be more of, like, you guys interviewing them as they come off live? It'll be more of a live yeah. element for you guys as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Um, like, last year, it was, you know, it would end and we'd literally drag them backstage. And it was, like, smack bang right after. To the main show yeah so yeah it's 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 t- it's scary I'd say so, really yeah. scary. <laughs> I remember last year um I I've I've always needed glasses but I never like I'd never remember to bring my glasses mm. to to work or to college or where, wherever I needed them and uh, last year was like a real shock we were doing one of the live uh, episodes and we had an I had an auto cue in front of me mm-hmm. and I was like halfway through it and it just started to go blurry. Oh, Sometimes no. my eyes would go in and out of focus and Glenda was like elbowing me like, what is going on? And producers in my ear being like, read the lines. I'm oh, like, God. I can't. So I think Glenda like finished it off for me. But after that, I got laser eye surgery. 
that would that like, would help. Yeah. That was the push I needed. Yeah, yeah. panic. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, going back to you started off. Um, well, I said you started off in PR, but social media for you and you know your thousands of followers. We'll talk about the word influencer in a minute, and yeah. we're not a fan of it. But mm -hmm. how did that all begin for you? How did it suddenly go from just like you posting Snapchat stories to becoming um, such a kind of I don't want to say influencer, but such an influencer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it happened like rapidly. Like yeah. I remember I went on Snapchat and all I would do was scare my boyfriend, William. I'd creep out from behind doorways, this, under tables. And he's like, I love scaring people. I went to boarding school. So I think all these kind of things are in me from school. Like, you know, the pranks, pranks and stuff. Yeah. And he's he gets scared really easily and really he's animated when he gets scared. So it's 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 a blessing for someone who likes to scare people. And <laughs> um, so I remember doing that, uh, say on a Sunday, and then by the following Sunday, I had 10,000 followers. Wow. And all from people being like, follow that guy, he scares his boyfriend, it's really funny. Uh, like, rapid, rapid, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. like, two weeks later, there was 20,000 followers, 30,000 followers, 50. It just kept going up and up and up. Mm. So, uh, yeah, and then I was able to leave my job pretty soon afterwards because brands were starting to offer me money to advertise with them mm. or me to be in their ads or whatever. So, yeah, it all happened like really, really quickly. And three years later, it's I'm still clinging on to that. <laughs> <laughs> and how is it working for you now? Is there, I mean, how do you feel about expo not exposing, but showing so much of your life off on social media and for that kind of being, not the price you pay, but mm. are, you, are you getting, are you finding as you're getting older, like you're getting a little bit more uncomfortable with that? Or are you kind of happy to be doing it into your 30s? Or how are you yeah. feeling about it? No, like totally fine. And mm. in a way, I'm, I'm the producer of my little mini show or whatever. So I show off point, what I yeah. want, you know? Yeah. And um, there's stuff I don't show off. And yeah, like sometimes it would bother William, like if I had a camera stuck in his face, like from the moment he wakes <laughs> up. But I think I've, I've, I've kind of calmed down a little bit. I don't yeah, show yeah. off every waking moment. I just show off like funny pits of my day or if I'm working on an exciting project or like we, we brought out our Kirbini cookbook um, recently. And that was like a really fun thing to show off the making of it and yeah, doing yeah. all the dishes and stuff so I kind of yeah I just show off what I want yeah yeah mm. and speaking of the Caribbean cookbook mm. um that's an exciting new venture and I suppose even you know you're an influencer but you're also an entrepreneur I suppose with that business thank you um, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that well you are I yeah. mean it's an impressive um cookbook and it's an impressive idea that you have for yeah. the coffee shop and everything so mm. how did it even come about for you and it's you and William that are in it together yeah your partner yeah um so we he went to the ballet he went to Ballymaloo to do the uh, the 12 week cookery course mm. um and I was working for um food brands at the time like Kerrygold and Barry's Tea so I was kind of learning about food world and food marketing and Irish brands and how all that works mm. and William was at the same time working uh, doing Ballymaloo. So we were we always loved food and loved cooking at home, but we were like, oh, let's like try and make this a business. So we decided we'd set up a cafe and that was like what was going to happen. But then we were like, hang on, we've no money. So we we were like, let's start food blogging. Yeah. And maybe the odd time sell our food at markets. So we did that. People really liked our food at markets, so then they like we were asked to do private caterings. So it just kind of grew like that. Um, and then I guess the following we had built up from scaring William 
were kind of the ones that were encouraging us to do all this because otherwise we would have just been doing it on our, on our own and not hearing any reaction or anything like that. But people were like, oh, will you do the market in Dunleary? Like, I think you'd do really well there. So we're like, OK, so we're, we're almost being guided by our followers to, yeah, to do great, all these yeah. different things. And then Penguin came knocking then and we're like, oh, we see you kind of creeping up in, in food world. Would you ever think of doing a cookbook? And we were like, well, no, like, but OK, <laughs> yes. And um, so we started to put together a kind of mood board scrapbook of what the cookbook would look like. And mm. they really liked it. And then we went ahead and made one, which was a mad thing. And then we won cookbook of the year last year. Amazing. So it was a mad journey. Like, yeah. yeah. And what's it like being in business with your with your boyfriend? It's tough. Is it? It's tough. Because, <laughs> you know, say you're in work, right? And you can, I don't know, have a run in with someone. But then you can go home and bitch about them. Yes. Who do I bitch about William to when I'm at home <laughs> other than William? Like, William, you won't believe what William said to me yeah. today. <laughs> so, yeah. That William was just being there. Yeah. It's, it was, like, tough, like, doing the cookbook together because it was, like, it was shot in two weeks back to back in Currabinny, down in Cork, which is where he's from, the yeah. name. Um, and, like, you know, you're cooking and working together from, like, 9am till 9pm. And then you're with each other then afterwards. So it, you have to learn how to cope with each other and learn what each other's pressure points are as well. If you're in a couple working together and riding, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of eggshells. So, yes, yes, yeah. I'd say so. And how did you two meet? We met on Grinder actually. Ah. Yeah. Online romances. Online romance, yeah. All the big ones begin. Yeah. And then my boyfriend Alan too. Did you? <laughs> on on Tinder. On uh OK Cupid. Oh, very good. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like grinder. Not, not grinder, no. <laughs> That's usually just the gays are lurking there. Yeah. <laughs> I was lurking around at the corner. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, okay. Are you Cupid. sure your boyfriend's straight? No. Yeah. Um so yeah, we met on Grinder. Um I remember he didn't have a, a profile picture right. when he first chatted to me. This is about five and a half years ago. Yeah. And I'm always I was always wary of people who didn't have profile pictures because sometimes they can so be a catfish yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So um, he had this like gorgeous painting of a thing and I, we got talking about the painting that was his profile picture mm. and he had really good grammar like his apostrophes were in the right place is capitalizing the right letters. Good grammar do it for you. Really good grammar yeah <laughs> yeah so I was like I'll, I'll continue chatting yeah um, I fell in love with his grammar before I fell in love with him Aww. and then he sent me some pictures and I was like actually he's a ride so yeah. yeah we arranged to meet up and yeah yeah here we are five and a half years yeah, later. Yeah it's funny that he is so tied into your journey as well for me you know how it started off and yeah. now that you've kind of combined your strengths together like yeah we're literally story. wrapped in it I was like Tell him, even if we do break up, we're not really breaking up because we're like in business together. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're not even really together. It'll always have to be civil. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how do you find the attention that you get now? I mean, are you recognised a lot? Is it sort of a day-to-day -day thing that you get used to? Or what's yeah. it like? Not, not to an annoying extent or right. not to a, a huge extent. I love when people come up. It's like kind of... Because otherwise, it's what I do is kind of in a weird way, kind of lonely. Like I'm on my own a lot of the time. Mm. I'm at home. I'm working on my laptop, or else I'm running out doing, you know, doing shoots or doing this and that. But yeah. when someone comes up to me, it's like, oh yeah, people watch me. You know, you kind of forget because uh, yeah, totally it's just you your mean, phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you see the number of people who watch your stories and stuff. Yeah. And you don't think of that as people. Yeah. So when people come up, it's 
kind of almost validation. It's like, oh yes, okay. You're and real, you're yeah, right there. Re yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, people either say to me, you're way shorter th than you are, I thought you were going to be, <laughs> or you're real. <laughs> so yeah, it's nice. I like when people come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting as well that your brother is John Kavanaugh mm. and you know, such a um, major person in the world of UFC. Um, what's it like then kind of, I mean, you both would be so well known, but in completely different fields. Do you have yeah. that, I mean, do you talk about that? Can you get to kind of sharing that experience yeah. together? Or does it even compare? No, it's fun. It's fun. Like, because we, he was like very well known when I started to become yeah. a, a, only a little bit known to, compared to him. Um, but like, we, I remember we were in Cork once and uh, for Stevens' night, and we were in this club. And for some reason in Cork, people come up to me way more than in Dublin. Really? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> very big in Cork. Yeah, <laughs> very big in Cork. Maybe you have the Carabini and I suppose Williams. Uh, probably, Cork yeah, and, yeah, it's something yeah. to do with that. Yeah. But we were in, I feel like we're, they own you now. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in this nightclub and um, there was like a, a queue had formed of all these like gym juice heads like queuing for to get pictures with John and then the girlfriends of them queuing to get pictures with me. So it was like this weird like <laughs> and I was like to John if only we could swap our followings like I want all the hot boys and you can have all the hot girls. Yeah yeah. <laughs> and what do your parents think of the fact that I suppose because one thing I guess you, both of your careers you wouldn't necessarily neither of you would have probably imagined that fame was on the horizon you know like UFC mm. just blew up and like yeah. you know social media and influence blew up for you and um, so yeah are your parents just like what happened with John and James I now know. they're big superstars yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be honest my parents were kind of unhappy with both of our choices really? in life yeah. yeah like they made my brother do an engineering degree in DIT and they you know that was like a proper job and a proper route and then he started to go off down this you know, MMA was unheard of when mm. he was first started to do it. So they were really worried about him. I mean, he started off in a, this grotty little garage in Fibsboro where he used to teach, you know, MMA to a couple of people and it was freezing and damp. And so they were kind of worried about this path he was going down. Is he ever going to make it or whatever? And then for me, <laughs> when I decided to quit my job and become full time, whatever I was doing, they were mm. like worried for me. So. But then they seem we both were okay. Um, but, and I think they're, they, like my mum enjoys like being recognised and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. She, she loves when people come up to her because I put her on my Snapchat a lot yeah, and my yeah. Instagram a lot. So no, they're delighted yeah, with, the, yeah. with how we are. Lovely. Yeah. And finally, I seen that you're coming up to the big 3-0. I am. How are you feeling about that? I, do you know what? I don't feel like, past 19 I haven't felt any different I still feel like I'm 19 yeah. in a weird way <laughs> I don't feel like an adult like 30 is adults yeah I uh, don't feel like don't it. worry it's fine <laughs> I've heard 30s are the new 20s so I'm rolling with that they definitely yeah. are yeah yeah. Uh, but no I'm I'm kind of I'm really excited to plan my birthday yes what's um, on so the agenda well I I'm trying to look for like a warehousey type big space lovely yeah. um, so I'm if anyone knows message me anywhere I can <laughs> rent yeah um, I just love a big big huge warehousey type fun party yeah yeah and then down the line what's the plan where do you see yourself um with Kerbini, with social media with influencers where do you think it's all well hoping I, for it all go i am uh, we're hoping to open up the cafe this year toward the end Great, of this year yeah so at the moment we're just looking for a premises and mm -hmm. um, just looking around but hopefully kind of toward the end of summer is when we'll get serious and kind of open up because that's been we've been threatening to do that for so long now. Yeah. So it's like it just needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's the plan. I want to be full time Kerbini 
and making Kirbini into kind of I'd love to do Kirbini homeware like do Kirbini candles and, yeah. and make it into name. a kind of yeah it's nice yeah. yeah and it's a gorgeous place as well if you're ever in Cork I was looking Kirbini. at pictures of it earlier it looks kind of like beautiful. Dawson's Creek or something yeah <laughs> it's so Dawson's Creek very yeah. Enid Blyton as well like yeah, if yeah. you're in William's house and you run out of sugar or milk or whatever you'd get in a dinghy and like row across to the shop it's ridiculous. That's magical. And the neighbours make like the homemade elderflower cordial and they deliver it to each other. It's outrageous. Like yeah. I come from Nookrove, so it's it's a world away, but yeah. it's gorgeous. I'm not far from Nookrove myself, yeah. actually. Um, well, listen, best of luck with it all, James. Thank, and thank you. you so much for coming Thanks in for today. Having me. That's it from me. Thanks so much to my guest, James Cavanagh, for joining me in studio. Next week, I have a very exciting guest in store and actually another James. Buffy fans, you will not want to miss next week's show. Don't forget, you can catch the full filmed episode of The Telly Show up on entertainment.ie now. Catch you next week. 